lions, you little giants, we been defying rice. What's the cost? Be the boss, breaking down the walls. We all lean once the coin guitars. Got the plan of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From three fours to four three. The founder of Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend. Hey, me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good. So are the Stogies. Some real thought, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Yes, Come here. Come here. Whiskey, Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. What up, what up, what up? The real coach JB. Here for the Slapdick Podcast on this merciless Monday. Appreciate everybody coming in on YouTube. Pound the like button, hit the bell notification so you know when I'm on. Let's get after it, man. Great day to have a great fucking day. Slapdick Podcast, Merciless Monday edition is brought to you by betonline.ag. It's time of the year. It is that time of the year. March Madness is here. College basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. If you're looking to wager this year, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with great contests, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head on over to the website, betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. BetOnline is a continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Go check it out. Tell them the main slap dick sent you. BetOnline, where the game starts. A um, lot to get here on this merciless Monday. Take no fucking mercy today. Um, let me get you the quote of the day to get this day started, man. Appreciate everybody listening on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music. Quote of the day. Those who seek to achieve things should show no mercy. That's just what I think. I mean, if you want to be great, people don't have any fucking sympathy. Nobody cares. Uh, at the end of the day, motherfuckers going to make it or they not. And nobody's going to give a fuck. Nobody cares about... Nobody talks shit about Jeff Bezos. Only broke, unsuccessful motherfuckers talk about Bezos. <laughs> That's it. Only broke, unsuccessful motherfuckers talk about Elon Musk, the richest motherfuckers in the world. Like, nobody gives a fuck. They take no mercy. They don't give a fuck about any of us in here. <laughs> and they know you are going to have to buy their product. Oil prices, gas is skyrocketed. Look at gas prices. What do you think you're going to have to buy? Fucking electric cars. Who owns the fucking, who has the market cornered? Fucking Elon Musk. Guess who's going to make more money? Elon Musk. Do you think he gives a fuck about you? No. People think people care. They don't care. <laughs> they don't fucking care. So stop thinking they do and go get your grind on. 
I mean, I just, we, we sit around and wait for the motherfucking fair catch. We wait for the ball and shit. We sit here and wait for the fucking punt to be returned. Dog, go fucking get it. Uh, um, lots of disgust today, man. Lots of disgust. Uh, Marco Russo, Marcus Russo. Appreciate everybody in this podcast here on YouTube. Hit the like button, subscribe. Let's get some new members in here. Um, shout out to everybody that is a member. We're up to like 230 members, so I appreciate you guys, man. Got to get up to 500. I want to get to 500 by May. That's a month and a half, man. 250 more subscribe or members. Appreciate you guys becoming a member. A lot of perks to be coming down the pipe. Um, the merch is launched. CoachJBStore.com. Check it out. You can get you some... Slapdick whiskey is as well as some merch, new merch. Uh, even the women's line, the booty short and the tank will be up and running here shortly for anything that you want to sleep in for the ladies. Pink booty short and a black boy short. Um, appreciate everybody, man, coming in uh, today. It's about 85, 90 out here in SoCal today. It's hot as a motherfucking well digger's ass out here. So, um, you know, we're getting it going, getting it going. Um, it's a great day to have a great day, man. Who's pissing everybody off? Kenny, me? Yeah, maybe. I like pissing people off, man. It means that what you say is actually being listened to. <laughs> have you ever heard that expression? Maybe not, because I just made it up. But that is the truth. That is legit truth. You piss people off that actually listen to you. So, just saying. Um, that's the truth of the matter. So, 60 degrees in Indiana. I'm sorry, Kenny. Sounds like you're pissed off. <laughs> um, anyway, lots to discuss, man. Lots to discuss here on this merciless Monday. I'm not taking any mercy. Um, I got a new, I want to get to something. I got a new, uh, I got a poll question. First of all, I'll get it out the way. Who's winning the NCAA tournament? I got UCLA. I picked my final four. I picked my bracket today. I posted it on a few social media platforms. Um, I got UCLA. I think they're healthy at the right time. They have the experience from last year. And I think they have one of the best guards in the, in the tournament. And I think they have a guy that can take over in the box and the box in the low post. And he's a returner. He's been hurt most of the year. They slowed Arizona down, who's a number one seed. I think they should have beat Arizona. They split during the season. I think they can beat Arizona. I think they're going to beat Arizona in an all-Pac-12 final. That's just my shot. I'm West Coast biased. Um, but that's just me. I got Memphis as my dark horse getting to the final four. Um, you got to pick a dark horse every year, man. People all, oh, Memphis? Like, shut up. Yes, Memphis, motherfucker. Who you got? Fucking Jacksonville State? Somebody has some type of fucking dark horse. So just shut the fuck up. Pick your dark horse and shut the fuck up. I'm doing a bracket, a slapdick bracket, you know. But who's winning the NCAA tournament? Drop it in. Let me hear your picks. Um... Let me get to the contrary to belief segment of this show. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Okay, I got a different type of... I'm going a different route today. 
I'm gonna do a. I'm going to do a hood version of words and what they mean versus a white collar neighborhood and how they talk. Okay. First of all, I want to get one word out the way. Excuse and excuse, okay? I need to excuse all you sorry motherfucking dick writers out there on Twitter because I don't listen to you. I hear you. See, the difference is when you piss someone off, they listen to you. So I want to make sure you know, and that's not an excuse for me excusing you, sorry motherfuckers. That is the difference. Make sure we're clear. Now, here's a way we say... To the, you know, white-collar, bougie crowd that uses the word awesome. The hood may use the similar word, but we might say bomb. That shit is bomb. Now, bomb has even become a word that we don't use anymore. It's probably something else. But bomb is our version in the hood of awesome for all you white-collar folks. Great is a white-collar word. It's great. It's just a great job, Todd. Todd, you did a great job. Well, we use tight. That shit is tight, right? That shit is tight. Sweet versus fire. Everybody in the white-collar community, that shit is sweet. No, that shit is sweet. Well, we, we might say it's fire. That shit is fire. Um, and then you got nice. We actually say fat, like fat ass, P-H-A-T. Uh, most white-collar cats don't understand what that means. Um, fat. They think you're calling them fat, F-A-T. I should have used F-A-T fat and P-H-A-T fat and gave you an abonics lesson here today. But I'm going to do that this week, man. I'm going to I'm gonna come up with some good ones and kind of just use the, uh, the set, you know, how we kind of differ in our, in our upbringings, where we're from. I'm going to kind of go and get into that this, this week. Um, but I wanted to discuss a couple of those things. Got a good trivia question. It is a women's basketball question since we are in the tournament. Final four, March Madness is here. Um, So it's a good day to have a good day. It's a good month. March is always good. I haven't watched a college basketball game all year. Uh, We were playing poker the other night. I won, by the way, a couple hundred bucks, $20 buy-in. I didn't have to rebuy. won a couple hundred. Um, But we watched UCLA-Arizona Pac-12 Championship. It happened to be on. So we watched that while we played. But besides that, I haven't even watched the UCLA game. I haven't really watched a lot of college basketball. Well, I haven't watched any college basketball. I watched the first game of the season when UCLA played Gonzaga. Um, got beat pretty bad. Um, that's really the only games I've seen all year. Come here, Ash. Come here, Ash. Stay here. So, I don't know. I got... I think UCLA's going to make a run. I think they're seasoned. They're getting healthy. That's just my pick. But who fucking knows? I pick UCLA every year. So it's not a big shocker. <laughs> I'm a West Coast bias. UCLA has still won the most titles. We still have the most titles. But you haven't won since 2000. I don't give a fuck. Like, motherfuckers always want to bring up some shit they could Google. Twitter, the guy just Twittered me. Yeah, but how many titles has the Pac-12 won since 2000? Well, how many titles has any conference won since 2000? It's fucking equal parity. It's fucking one-and-done generation. You guys are going to the one-and-dones. It's one-and-done, and you're gone. 
Shut the fuck up. Look at the fucking parody. Look at the difference. Who's won titles? You act like Duke's won every one or Kentucky's won every one or Kansas has won every one. Every conference is fucking split up. There's one and done. It's the shittiest fucking thing. It's too hard to predict. Who gives a fuck? We still have the most, 11, of anybody. So until you catch me, shut the fuck up. John Wooden on mine. Um, lot to discuss today, though. Merciless Monday. Paul Pierce makes some comments about uh, James Harden. I don't know if you guys heard those. Basically, Paul Pierce said, if I would have had the talent that James Harden has played with, I'd probably leave this bitch with five titles. I agree. I think he should have said that about Russell Westbrook, too. Because Russell Westbrook's had as much or more talent. Those are two fucking talented, ultra-talented individuals who just don't have the it factor. They're losers. They're losers. Westbrook lost at UCLA on a loaded team. He's a loser. Harden has never won shit. He's a loser. He won in high school, and I think one of the championships, he went to my high school. I think one of the championships even got pulled on his championship in fucking high school. They're losers. Period. The factor one said, I'm wrong on Justin Fields. Okay, well. So, if you say that I'm wrong on Justin Fields, okay, fair question. I got a fair question. I want to know. This is the fairest question I can bring up, and I'm just winging it here, okay? This guy on, on YouTube, the Factor One, non-member, by the way, not a member, but I'm going to entertain it because I want to make a point that I was actually going towards. The Factor One said, I'm, not, I'm wrong on Justin Fields. Okay, fair point. You can say whatever you wish to say. It's unbelievably ignorant to say that. because how the fuck do you know I'm wrong? Are we fucking fortune tellers now? Are you motherfucking Michael J. Fox, motherfucker? Have you gone to the future that we don't know about? Do you have a fucking... Do you have a fucking... What is that car? What was that car they used in that motherfucker? Um, I forgot the name of uh, fucking... Fuck, that great car. Anyway... Do you have a fucking future-telling motherfucking machine that I don't know about? Have you got your bitch up to 88 fucking miles an hour, motherfucker, and gone to the motherfucking clock tower? I'm curious how the fuck you're going to say I'm wrong, and I can't say you're wrong. DeLorean, thanks, TJ. Are you? How am I wrong, but you're not? That is the thinking that goes on with the Twitter folks and the social media people. That's literally the thinking of it. Did I make sense at all? Do you guys follow me? He said I'm wrong. Definitively, he told me I'm wrong on Justin Fields. Because I said I don't think he's very good. I said I don't think he's going to do shit. He said you're wrong on Justin Fields. Motherfucker, you're wrong. How do you know? Now he says just an opinion. No, you did not say just an opinion, bro. You said un, 
Equivocally, I was wrong. Motherfucker, that's why we put our foot in our mouths too goddamn much. That's why we're so fucked up. You should have said, hey, coach, I think you're going to be wrong on Justin Fields' take. That motherfucker just said, no, you're wrong. <laughs> that motherfucker was in the DeLorean, homie. He was with Michael J. Fox. He already knows the future. He got the fucking Guinness Book of World Records and shit. He got that book everybody was looking for. Oh, shit. Justin Beatty, what up? I have not been wrong with a quarterback yet, Kenny Stidham. Sorry. I don't know if you're being a smartass or not, but I have not been wrong yet. <laughs> please point out a quarterback I've been wrong, and I will please gladly, gladly uh, discuss it or apologize, even though I don't apologize for anything after the fact. I only apologize at the moment. You already know my fucking take on that. Josh Fele, what up, Moose? Um... Yeah, I haven't been wrong on a quarterback, man. Um, we're going to talk about some quarterbacks today. We're going to get into quite a bit. Um, here's a, I got a take, though. I want everybody to listen to this take. Um, give me one second, okay? I'm going to turn my AC on. This motherfucker got hot in here. And uh, shit. Um, give me one second. If you guys haven't seen it, the Iowa State guy is basically, uh, you know, um, fucking wide open score. You know, he's got a wide open touchdown. And um, basically, you know, he stops about 10 yards before the, the, the fucking end zone. And uh, basically, you know, starts kind of clowning, you know, a little showboat. Now, if you haven't seen it, here it is. I want to make sure you guys can check it out. Um, let's blow it up here. So this is what I'm talking about right here. If you haven't seen it on YouTube, go ahead right there. They called that back. And right there is taunting. And the referee called yeah. that back. Back, back, back. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, I had to turn the AC on. It's hot as a motherfucker. Um. Man, it is a motherfucking. Come here. Um, here we go. So, trying to read the quotes here and just see what's going on. Um, Justin Beatty, you're not green yet, dog. You haven't. You're not a member. I don't know what you're on. Um, what where'd you where you became a member at? Um. Yeah, but I wasn't wrong with Tannehill. I said Tannehill's underrated. I said he had to do a lot of other things without Derrick Henry, and he had two receivers that were just finally healthy in the playoff game. So I don't know how I was wrong with him. I've never said he was the greatest. I never said any of that. I just said he was underrated. Um, I never said that Tannehill was winning the Super Bowl, did I? <laughs> I don't know how I'm long on that. wrong on that. Um Anyway, I appreciate everybody joining us today. We got a lot to discuss. I, I want to get into something um, that is very interesting and entertaining, okay? Um, Frank Martin, he's a head basketball coach, South Carolina, was fired today after 10 years, okay? He was fired after 10 years, and 
me and him share very similar ideologies, okay? Frank Martin was around. He's been in a few different places. I, I want to further, I want to talk about this because I think fur, he further proves that the disciplinarian style, stern coaching style, um, don't work anymore. Because of this soft enabled instant gratification, um, pussified culture we live in that we are now amongst. Um, he did a good job at K-State, by the way. Um, it doesn't work anymore. And this show is kind of Merciless Monday. I take no mercy because there's a lot to discuss about similar things that have happened. But we are so pussified that Frank Martin is one of these stern disciplinarians that people can't handle tough coaching. They can't handle tough coaching. The problem is, like, everybody thinks it's personal. These kids nowadays think it's personal. The Michigan State kids that play for Tom Izzo think it's personal. The guys that get yelled at by Coach K thinks it's personal. Guys that get cussed out by Saban. They think it's personal now. It's ironic that Saban's only had a few transfers into the portal. Come here, Bonham. And the ones that are transferred, I kind of went in and looked it up, are kids that he's cussed out on the sideline. It's funny how only, why are those the kids leaving? Um, it has become impossible impossible to coach kids hard when they are brought up soft. And it starts at home. It starts with coaches at the youth and high school level. The coaches now are becoming so trainer-oriented, seven-on-seven, let's look pretty, let's go get fucking soft headgear on, let's go play seven-on-seven, let's travel the country, and have lost the true meaning of putting on pads and hearing that click-clack. We don't want to do that no more. Same with basketball. We want to go AAU. We want to travel around. We want to transfer. High school coaches and youth coaches want to suck our dicks and make sure we don't transfer. Instead of coaching you hard, they're sucking your dick hard so you don't transfer. And... This is the sole reason that I cannot coach again right now, that I won't coach again right now. Unless it's professionally, which even then is soft, but unless it's like some type of professional deal, which I may be doing, I don't know. We'll see. No breaking news or nothing, but uh, there's some talks out there. But at the same time, Frank Martin just further proves, man, that these administrators are soft. They don't want to back their coach. They rather believe in the teacher, or they rather believe in the student and the fucking parent than the actual teacher or the coach. The kids that threw the chair at the at the substitute teacher I showed last week, the fucking ISD in Dallas wrote out a release statement stating 
We are only concerned about the kids, the students, and their well-being. They said nothing about the teacher, the coach. Fuck their well-being. Let's cater to these soft, enabled fucks that get coddled at home and are told all sweet nothings about how great they are. But let's not fucking care about the teachers that you're going to run out of here very shortly. And it's going to bite you motherfuckers in the ass. And you're going to be fucking online. You're going to be in this virtual world all the way around. You're going to be virtually working, virtually teaching, virtually learning, which is not conducive to success of this country. You saw how the last two years have gone online, virtual fucking learners. I call it virtual losers because you're not learning shit. You're over there playing Fortnite. <laughs> and you have no self-motivation. There's no self-motivation anymore, which is the in key ingredient in life to be successful. If you don't have fucking self-motivation, I cannot drag you to drink water every single day. If I want it more than you, which is something I told my kids every day, if I want it more than you, we are fucked from Jump Street. If I want it more than you do, we are fucked from jump. So that is the bottom line. I can't want it more than you. Parents aren't telling their kids that. The parents want it more than their kids. And when you want it more than your kids, you know what ends up happening? You suck their dicks and beg them to do it. Please, son, go to school. Please, son, work hard. Please, son. Please, girl. Please, daughter. Go do this. Go work. Go do this. Instead of when I grew up, grab me by the neck and told me to do it or else. <laughs> that is the bottom fucking line. Yes, sir. I told my dad, yes, sir. Now it's a debate, homie. We have debates with our fucking 15-year-olds who have never bought a car, paid a mortgage, turned on a light, paid their cell phone, have never sent a kid to college. We're having debates with these motherfuckers. Coaches, grown folks who earn college degrees. You guys earn degrees, coaches. High school coaches, most of you out there, unless you're a young cat trying to get into business, you have a degree and possibly a credential if you're in California, Texas, whatever. You guys have credentials, degrees. You have earned the right to be called coach. Just as a doctor has earned the right to be called doctor in front of his name. Why do you settle for being called, hey, Brown, yo, Johnson. <laughs> oh, me. You have the right to be called coach. Demand that shit. Demand it. You know, I have, a, I have a guy on Twitter I follow, man. He's a principal. Okay, I won't say any names, put him out there, but he's a principal. And uh, we have the same ideologies and a lot of things we need to talk about and discuss. And... I'm not going to blast him out on Twitter or nothing. So, And I think he listens to this podcast quite regularly, so I appreciate him very much. Um, 
But he wrote a tweet out and basically was talking about some kids. Some kids were basically talking to him about doing some things, and he did it, and they were like, good looking out. But they called him by his last name because he quoted it. And I was wanted to, I wanted to comment and just say I wish they would have said Mr. in front of that or Principal in front of that. That's the only thing. Everything else was great. But the little fine details in these kids nowadays are what's missing. You know, we're calling principals by their last name. There is something catastrophically fucking wrong in these fucking kids. And when are we going to correct it? Now, the same person that I'm talking about has also shared with me some great things that I'll never compromise and share, but... What he has to deal with in battle on a daily basis is unbelievable above his head. Again, everybody takes the fucking easier path travel. They want to take the easier road. They don't want to fucking have any bumps, hiccups. They don't want any bumps on the road. They don't want the fucking issues to deal with parents. They don't want to deal with this. Everybody's a lawsuit away from ending your fucking career. I mean... It's fucked up. I just can't live like that, man. I, that's why I won't get in the profession or, 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 or stay in the profession if I got to fucking walk on eggshells eggshells when I'm ultimately a babysitter. You know that. I am babysitting your fucked up, badass kids that you have yet to discipline, won't discipline, refuse to sh- fucking teach respect to, and give them... Not any tough love, and they have earned or built up no tough skin. So when they get yelled at, guess what happens? Coaches get fired. Teachers get fired. Teachers get suspended. Coaches get suspended. Well, we got a lot to talk about today about this pussified culture, but um, slap dicks of the day, man. I'm going to be real simple with it. It's everyone who believes Osaka and Delonte West really have... Mental health. <laughs> you is slap dick pretty Why much. Why you calling me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> Anybody that thinks Osaka and Delonte West have mental health, you're fucking slap dicks. So that goes for everybody out there. So let's talk about it. We'll get to it. Um... I got some questions I got. I want to ask from. Uh, I got. I got questions asked from the fan. My fans out there. I posted a few things on social media. I got uh, one of my Mexican fans in Mexico asked me what I think about Mexican football, and would I ever coach it? Uh, number one, I wouldn't coach it. Um, it's just too far behind. It's just too far behind um, what I'm used to as far as the teachings, the fundamentals, the equipment, everything like that. It's like going to Polynesia. Uh, or I'm sorry, going to Samoa or, or Tonga to coach the young kids. Um, ask TJ about it. You know, Salmona High, there's different places over there that we used to go to years ago when I was coaching JUCO back in California, year, years, years ago. We used to go over and give them equipment and teach uh, skills and drills to them because they're living literally they're 25 years behind us um, as far as having the proper equipment, different things like that. And Mexico is very similar, even though they're closer to us. They're very similar. They're 
they're very similar to Samoa and Polynesia and these rural countries that are struggling to uh, resource equipment to have proper, uh, you know, to teach proper fundamentals and stuff too. So I wouldn't coach in Mexico. I have a, a strong Mexican um, following. I appreciate all my Mexican followers uh, from Mexico. Shout out. All my Brazilian followers. Shout out. A lot of Argentinian followers. Shout out. Um, and I love what you're doing over there. I'm, I'm glad the NFL goes over there. Certain things like that. TJ said 10 to 15 years if you're American Samoa. Um, there's 10 or 15 years behind us. Um, so shout out to all you guys over there trying to play American football, um, football Americano for all my Mexican speaking fans, but no, I, I wouldn't coach it, but I do admire you guys for doing it and shout out to you guys. Um, someone asked me what I coach anywhere as a position coach, maybe professionally. That's about it at this point in my life. Probably professionally, maybe I would try it and do it if it was the right fit. But uh, as far as uh, high school or college or JUCO, nah. Like, if it was a USC-UCLA situation, maybe. But not not at fucking a JUCO or... Unless I was helping a, a friend out. I wouldn't be opposed to helping somebody, um, helping them out. But I'm just not a one-foot-in, one-foot-out guy. Like, if I'm helping you, I'm, I'm there to help you full go. And that's the kind of the issue. Um, someone asked me what motivates me every day. What motivates me every day is trying to be great at something or everything. <laughs> See, a lot of cats want to spread themselves too thin, and people say you can't be great at everything you do. Well, right now, I'm going to try and prove everybody wrong because that's all I do. I do a thousand things right now, and I'm not going to be average or shitty at any at any one of them or I have to cut it out of my routine. So I guess what motivates me is the same as it used to was coaching or helping kids. I, I, I would go to sleep, get up without using an alarm clock because motivation is turning in my brain like a hamster in a fucking wheel and I'm worried about trying to get better every day. Like this podcast business, it's all new to me. I don't know shit about this fucking profession or business. I'm not a technological guy. I'm techni technically sound enough to run any type of football program in America. I can do, tell you that. I'm good with Excel. I'm good with PowerPoint. I'm good with fucking Visio. I can draw up and create playbooks. I, I'm good enough to do that shit. But it doesn't mean I know how to fucking transfer MP3s to MP4s and make good video edits and all that old shit. No. This ain't my business. But you know what? I'm going to learn it as much as I can and try to do it. And I'm going to try to get better. So many people say what Omar B. on YouTube said. Jack of all trades, master of none. That's that's a lot of people say that. You know what I mean? Um, I think you can master everything you do within your wheelhouse. So if I am going to have a whiskey business then I'm going to try to dominate in that. I'm never going to be Maker's Mark. I'm never going to be Jack Daniels. I already know that, but I'm trying to be one of one. So if my whiskey is going to be one of one, um, which it is, right, then we're going to dominate in this underground sort of genre. We're going to try to kill it underground and tell somebody on the upper side of the earth 
wants us bad enough. So if Total Wine comes knocking or BevMo or one of these big chains because we kill it underground so much, then so be it. But that's the path I have to take, and it's not going to be the the easy part. You know, it's not going to be the easy part. Um, nothing easy is worth shit. I, I I've never done anything easy. Um, I've never done anything that's easy, man. I just have never done it. I don't know why I've never had the easy life. I guess I've never had every anything worth a shit. Takes a lot to fucking attain. I've never just been handed shit. Here you go. Oh, here's a million dollars. Thanks. I literally know people that have been gifted things that have made their lives easy. Er, (laughs) at least easier. Not I. Everything I've done, I've had to fucking grind for. And I don't, that's just what it is now. There's no, oh, I hope next week I could could be the guy to get a million dollars for fucking doing nothing. Like that, that, no, I stopped dreaming. <laughs> I stopped dreaming and started reality. So the hamster turns in my brain every day. What motivates me is myself. I'm a self-motivating motherfucker. I have to motivate myself because you know what? I live alone with dogs. I own a couple businesses. I do my own show. Everything I do is myself. So who else would motivate me if it wasn't me? (laughs) It's real simple, and it's really not complex. People want this long-out answer? Nah. I motivate me every day. That's what motivates me. Me. Um, Whole question reminder. Who wins the NCAA tournament? I got UCLA. Here we go. A lot has happened here in the last day or so. Uh, Tom Brady's back. I told you he was going to be back. Did I not say on this show that Tom Brady will play next year? I guarantee it. I'll go find the sound clip. I'm going to post it tonight on social media. Tom Brady is back. I knew he would be. I think he was checking and trying to see if he had to play in Tampa or not. And I think B.A. said unequivocally, no, you're not leaving. If you're going to come back, you're going to play for me. And I think uh, he said, fuck it, I'll go back to Tampa then because I know I want to play. He went up and sat in the stands and watched Nomar or whatever, the fucking soccer player, and was like, fuck this, sitting in the stand shit. And uh, so he goes back to Tampa. Does Grok follow? Gronk follow? I believe he does. Where else does Gronk go? Where else does Gronk go? Um, Devontae Adams, no tag. What does this do for Aaron Rodgers? Uh, FYI, he has not signed. Ronaldo, sorry, yeah. I don't, I don't know who he, I don't watch soccer. I don't know who the fuck. They all look the same to me, dog. No, no offense. They all look the same to me. Um... <laughs> uh, I have no fucking idea. Ronaldo, Nomar, fucking, or whatever his name is. I don't know any of the motherfuckers. Devontae Adams said no, no to the tag. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has not signed yet, even though he said he's coming back. What does that do, though? Does it possibly open up a Niners deal? An Indy deal? A Seattle deal? I don't know. Deshaun Watson, uh, Carolina, or the Saints? I gotta be honest with you. If Ursay is a... Ryder, and he wants to win, 
and you want to go get this shit bird who has 22 fucking civil suits pending, why don't Indy go after Deshaun Watson? I haven't, why haven't I heard that one? Um, Deshaun Watson with Taylor and that defense, I think you got something cooking. I, I, I would say your odds of winning the Super Bowl has gone up um, tremendously. I don't know why I haven't heard that one. Uh, I know the same division and all that shit, but Houston's getting rid of him, dog, regardless. So <laughs> he's leaving there regardless, so it doesn't matter. Um, they need to get over the same division shit. You, you, the bottom line is you're still playing. Um, this same division shit is so fucking dumb and overrated when people say that shit. No offense to you, Isaac A. I'm not calling you dumb, but... I am saying um, they shouldn't. They're going to play each other regardless. And you have to beat them regardless. Or you're not. Like, who cares? You know, we're in the the world of James Harding demanding fucking trades, okay? We're in the world of people demanding what they want now that make all this money. So the whole in-division shit is going to be... Fucking down. Um, I don't know. That'd be fucking scary, though. That'd be scary, though. Um, where does Landry end up? Rams? Back with OBJ? Does Landry end up with fucking Colts? Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I tell you right now, the best fit for Landry, and some of you guys may think the same as me, but no, I'm on at 2 o'clock. Come on, Gary. Gary, daylight savings hit, brother. Are you in the central time zone? That's probably why, because you don't change and we do. So I bet you that's what it is, Gary, right? I'm not that smart of a guy, but... um, Landry going to the Packers makes the most sense. Now you have shit cracking. Now you got Devontae and Landry in Green Bay. And now Aaron can have some fucking more threats than goddamn... Than goddamn uh, he's ever had, okay? Then Lazard, who only had 500 yards, so Aaron Rodgers isn't that good. Shut the fuck up, Booger McFarland. Holy fuck. Joe, I know when it's a time change, bro. That was yesterday. <laughs> Why are you telling me that? What I'm saying is he said I'm on early today. So if the time changed yesterday, then obviously it's still changed, and that's why I'm on early today. <laughs> Come on, Joe. What are you over there doing? Are you snorting that glue over there, dog? You've been watching that fucking meteorologist screen too long. Your eyes are fucked up. Um, yeah, I'm going to get into some of that. Virginia Tech beats Duke. Duke is shameful to me in meaningful games. I got to be honest. Well, De- Devo, I think that... 
Landry to Green Bay solidifies Devontae Adams. I think Devontae Adams is only holding out because it's a plan. That's why Aaron Rodgers hasn't signed. It is a strong arm situation that is allowing Aaron to get better tools around him. Devontae's not going nowhere, dog. And it's to get a few more guys for Aaron Rodgers so they can try to make a fucking run at this thing and win one. Um, <clears throat> Duke cannot win for their coach, who's the legendary guy, in any meaningful games. They better fucking ball out in this tournament. Because Vatek's on a run. The, the coach there, the head coach, was at Walford. Great story. If you have it, if you know Brian B might know something about Walford. Um, I got a couple coaches coaching there. Um, but Vatek beat Duke in the ACC title game. Um, very interesting. LeBron scores fifty again. Then they get beat by fifty. <laughs> I got to be honest with you, dog. Like, people that put this guy so high on their totem pole has to really be looked at and reevaluated. The guy has no, he plays with no nuts and guts. He never has. I don't know who the fuck rates these players, but if you ever think that I would put LeBron in my top 10, you're crazy. You know what Kobe did do every night? Played both ends of the court. He played both ends of the fucking court, up 30, down 30. Kobe played both ends. LeBron has these bitch-made fucking sucking his teeth faces if he don't get the ball in the right situation. And if he can't fucking make the fucking play, he jogs back, doesn't get back in transition, don't hustle. Westbrook's the same way, following him. He's following LeBron's lead. Westbrook plays no defense. They are hard to watch. And why they're on national TV every fucking day makes no sense. They're fucking bad. They're bad. Um, yeah, you know, LeBron scores 56 one night, 50 the other. They barely win both games. So... I don't know. Um, KD one-ups LeBron and says, fuck you. I score 53 on your bitch ass. He scores 53, and they win. Um, Kyrie's on the bench in the building, unvaccinated. Um, KD calls out the mayor. I don't know how smart that is if you want this guy to pull the fucking rule and get your guy on the court. I don't know if it's smart to call him out, but at the same time, it does make it does make no sense that he's allowed in the building, but you can't play. I mean, to me, it's like now you're in discriminatory issues. You're having discriminatory issues. I don't understand how unvaxxed players or people can get in, but not him. Um, now, I don't agree with him at all. He's a fucking cunt. I think Kyrie's a bitch. I think Kyrie should have done what he was supposed to do to play with his guys and his brothers and his teammates. He wants to be some fucking... Kaepernick of the NBA then that's what he needs to do but don't play at all then you're not making a statement to me dog you're slapping your fucking team in the face you're not making a statement you're not sitting out 
Kaepernick took a knee and made a statement. He stood for something. I don't care if you agree or disagree. He was standing for something. Kyrie's not standing for nothing, homie. What is he standing for? He can play. He's playing half the game. What is he getting out of it? What is it changing in the world? I want to know what Kyrie's stance has changed for everyone out there. Please, I want to, I want to please understand this. I want to make sure that you tell me what Kyrie's stance has really done. Is he Muhammad Ali or something, you think? Have you, are you putting this motherfucker at Muhammad Ali fucking? Come on, man. Um, well, don't, don't forget, Kobe scored 61 at 40, bro. Okay, LeBron, let's calm down what LeBron takes. He's on a horrible team that cannot score the ball. He's the best player in the NBA when he wants to be still. So, of course he can score 50. He has nobody else scoring the ball. The Lakers are fucking the worst roster possibility that I've seen in a long time. We're, we've hit an all-time low in the educational realm of things. I don't know if you heard this story. But in Orange County Middle School called Placenta, Placentia High School, Placentia High School, closes down. I just want I want you to hear this. They closed down because the assistant principal took his own life on campus. Oh, my fuck. Oh, damn. Dog, I'm telling you guys. I just fucking told you five minutes ago that schooling is going to be virtual. Did I not just say that? Go Google this story, man, because it just broke. Placentia High School here in Orange County, California. An assistant principal takes his own life on campus. Uh, The school is called Kramer Middle School. Kramer Middle School, K-R-A-E-M-E-R. Um, and it's crazy. There, he's, at, he's in Placentia, California, but this, the, the principal's name was Moises, Moses, I don't know, Placentia, <laughs> spelt differently. Apparently killed himself in a private staff area, and no one else was there present. Um... Yeah. Wow. 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 I don't know if it's closed down for good, but um, hey, Pat Perez had a fall. strong, strong finish today. If you didn't watch it, um, I was talking to him um, earlier. He uh, he had a strong finish to today. Um, he had a uh, had a rough go at it, man. Forty six years old, thirty six holes in twenty four hours. Pretty fucked up. Um, but he, uh, he bounced back, man, and finished three under, man, uh, four under on a round. Um, so he's in the top 35, which is a big purse because I don't know if you know, that's the largest purse in all of golf, $20 million purse. So Pat Perez bounced back and had a hell of a day today. Um, finished up his third round this morning and then turned around and played his 18 fourth round and, um, the wins were unbelievable, but he ended up finished three under, man. Great job. Big purse for him, 34, 34th place. Um, and, there, you know, K- K- 
Casey Smith is finishing, and Paul Casey's behind him. I don't think he's going to catch him. Smith's 13 under at 16. So, um, shout out to Pat. I think they're headed to Puerto Rico after this. I don't know if that uh, assistant principal is soft as hell. K Y A S, whatever your name is. 616. You're fucking dead on. I know. I think you're bullshitting, but I'm, I'm telling you straight out. Motherfucker took his life at a school with kids. Oh, man. What mental health issue? Now, you can say, Coach, you don't know. You don't know what mental health he's going through. You're fucking right. I'm not. I don't. But I got to be real and common sense here. Okay, we're off the move here. We're off the topic here. But if I got in a suit and got dressed this morning, and I went to school, did I get there, and all of a sudden, mental health hit me, and now I said, you know what? I'm going to fucking kill myself. Ooh, homie. <sighs> no, nah, I hear you, uh, Quace616. Uh... I'm just telling you, dog. I, I don't know, man. This 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 thing is is it mental health or mental weakness, man? I gotta be honest. Um I don't think we separate the two. I don't believe we can separate the two. I believe we're using it as a crutch. Oh fuck. I don't know. Um Now you just possibly put some mental health on some kids at the school, and you're in a middle school. So you're in a middle school, and you just killed yourself. So fuck those kids, because now you've just probably given them a bunch of trauma. Now that's real-life trauma that you've put on them by killing yourself at a middle school. When you are fully able to dress yourself, go to class, go to school, and then kill yourself on campus, to me, is the biggest cowardly act of one can fucking commit. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. A lot of you guys, though, think that the truth is a shot at you or somebody that actually suffers from mental health. I never say mental health isn't real. I said make sure you know that mental health chooses us. We don't get to choose mental health. And I believe that is the realest statement I can make. And I don't believe a lot of you or enough of you understand what that means. Because you don't listen. You just hear. Mental health chooses us. Not the other way around. He didn't just go to class that day and choose to be mentally unhealthy. <laughs> That's the fucking part about it. He has something going on at home. He cheated on his wife. He got caught. He took the easy route out and said, fuck this, bloom. That's what you see a lot of times nowadays. Because we're so mentally weak, our mental fortitude is so fucking soft that we will take the easy road and boom, kill ourselves. It's happening all over the place, dog. Why is it up on him? Why is it up so high? Because you fired Frank fucking um, Martin. 
because you fired the baseball coach at San Francisco University that we're going to get into. Anyway, uh, Kirk Cousins, I got to get into this real quick. Kirk Cousins, $230 million he's earned in the NFL. He just signed another $35 million deal. Can I be real with you guys? Kirk Cousins is the all-time greatest thief that we have ever seen legally. He has legally stolen money at an all-time high that we'll ever see in America history. Kudos to him. Shout out to Kirk Cousins. He's a fucking writer. He continues to fucking manipulate the system. And he is the single largest thief in American history. Period. <laughs> That's the shit. That's the real shit. That's what I think. Um... Uh, Tyler Lockett tells Cap he will come run routes for him. Why? <laughs> Why will you go run routes for him? Like, dog, I don't get it. Pat Perez just texted me, that was a grind. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, I said, I bet, dog, good shit. Um... <laughs> Pat's fucking comical. He's fucking r real deal. Um, NCAA tournament. I told you I got fucking Final Four UCLA. I think Gonzaga loses in the Sweet 16. That's my pick. Chase Edmond signs with the Dolphins. He ran for 600 yards last year. Can I be honest? Why do the Dolphins continue to sign mediocre fucking shitty backs? Like... Can the Dolphins make a splash? Why do they keep signing these backs that are fucking backups and mediocre at best? They continue to do it, dog. I'm just telling you. And then they give up their good ones. Remember they gave up, what's his name, That was, and then went to Arizona and fucking ripped it? Why are they continuing to do this shit? Um... Uh, Justin Beatty, are you in here on YouTube? Because you're, I, I see you DMing me, dog, but you know I'm on a show, right? I hope you're on YouTube. Why are you DMing me, dog? You want to talk? Come on YouTube. Um, Connor re-signs with the Cardinals. Um, they signed him for big money. See, that's what Miami needs is a big-time back. They're not a fucking average back. Jarvis Landry released. I believe he needs to become a Packer, in my opinion. Kenyon Drake, yes. Kenyon Drake, they should have kept him. They trade him, and he goes to fucking Miami for nothing and rips it at Arizona. Jerry Wells is telling me about Itasca Junior College in Minnesota. Like, I give a fuck. Please don't. Please. Why are we talking about a non-scholarship JUCO, Jerry Wells? They're a non-scholarship JUCO, bro. They're not very good. Just so you know, the difference between the Minnesota JUCOs and the National JUCOs and the NJCCA, every time that an undefeated Minnesota JUCO goes, 
people think they're legit, and then they go play a Kansas Juco in a bowl game and get beat by 70. They're not good. The Minnesota Juco's are the worst in America. They're non-scholarship. They take everyone's leftovers. They're horrible. But thanks for bringing that up, Jerry Wells. Not being a smartass, I'm just letting you know. I know you know I'm a Juco guy. I appreciate you letting me know that, but they're bad. Minnesota Juco's are horrible. Um, Tatis fractures his wrist, and he's out three months. He's a $340 million cat. Can we please talk about this real quick? Why don't they say how he got fractured his wrist? Why don't anyone talk about how he fractured his wrist? See, is it in his contract that if he gets hurt doing some dumb shit, he gets money snatched? Because in the NFL, if you do some dumb shit, ride a motorcycle, if you're on jet skis and you break your fucking arm, you get money taken away. Why is this Tatis thing so hush-hush? Go online and see what happened, how he got hurt. Nobody talks about it. Nobody says how he got hurt. But he's out three months, and he makes $340 million. And now it's hush-hush. See, that's the thing, dog. We keep allowing shit instead of coaching it, and we're setting our youth up for failure. We won't discipline a motherfucking soul, man. We won't discipline a soul. Dog, you know what, Ernesto? The problem is, dog, the marketplace is set every year higher and higher. And people that see these lower achieving people in their position, like I understand what you're saying, Kirk being the third pay aside receiver, Devontae Adams must be pissed. That's just, it's just unrealistic nowadays because someone worse than you is always going to get paid higher. You do realize that Utah Jazz signed, um, Mose, what was his name? What was the lefty? What's the lefty and the Utah Jazz dog uh, that was at Memphis? Um, fuck. You know, the left-handed point guard. You know he signed like a $160 million deal. At the time, he, he was getting more money than LeBron, bro. Just for a hot minute. No, not Ingles. Conley, Brian. Thank you, Brian Martinez. Conley signed a huge deal with Utah. So, you know, the bottom line is, I think that the players see that the players are all getting more money every single year. So they know their time will come. Kirk is higher paid right now, but Devontae's going to get bigger bag, dog. The, the marketplace is being set like this every single year. Look at Kirk Cousins, bro. <laughs> I mean, come on. That's why there's free agency is so insane right now in the NFL because there's no – and then the, the cap just went up. So you got to understand, like, there's no holds barred. That's why the NFL is so hard to predict, and that's why every year you have teams that are winning one year and are shitty the next year because free agency depletes you. Now, I think the Rams are going to pretty much stay intact, but look at CC uh, or, or not Cedric Wilson. He's a good ass receiver for Cowboys. He just went to some. He just went where did he just go? Jacksonville or something? Where did he just go? He just went somewhere. Miami. I don't know where he went, but he left the Cowboys. Amari Cooper left the Cowboys. I know Dak's like, who the fuck are we getting? Are we going after Jarvis Landry? Cowboys? So, I don't know, man. There's going to be a lot of shit out there that you got to think about. 
but the marketplace is getting set higher and higher and higher. Um, Colt McCoy re-signs with the Cardinals, and then they lose Kirk, but they re-sign Connor. So, like, what are they doing? What's Kyler thinking? Kyler Murray, what's he doing? Um, Whitworth can retire, bro. He's 40 years old. He's a left tackle. He's not He's not like he's fucking a 40-year-old quarterback. He's a left tackle. He's not going to last very long. Um, so I got to be honest with you on that. So he can retire. I think the Rams can find a younger, uh, more sufficient dude at the time, at, at, you know, in the business. Um, so listen, uh, I had this cat on fucking. Let's see here. Nets got fined 50 grand because Kyrie went into the locker room. <laughs> Shit. Interesting. But everybody in the crowd can be in the crowd and no issue. See, I see, I'm not a Kyrie guy, and I don't believe Kyrie. I think he fucked his team. But at the same time, the rule is so dumb. But are they, are they retroactive? Active this thing? Is it a retroactive rule? Is he having to pay his dues because he was the rule was while he was in the plane? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm asking. I don't know the rule. I don't know why they they've they've opened up the city, the state, but he can't play still. I'm just waiting for this uh I'm just waiting for this lawsuit. Um yeah, I heard J.C. Jackson went to the Chargers. The Chargers got better on defense. Um, yeah, um, Mitch Trubisky going to the Steelers. Is that the best they could have done? I'm not a Mitch Trubisky guy. It's funny People think that we're so good at quarterback in the NFL. If we're so good at quarterback in the NFL, why is Mitch Trubisky being talked about like he's fucking Troy Aikman? Like, this guy is not very good. He's an over, He, I mean, he's an underachieving quarterback. He had a shot as a starter. He wasn't that guy. He gets traded as a backup. How, as a backup, did a guy that didn't even play... <laughs> Getting paid now as a starter over a guy that played like a Bridgewater, like a Tyrod Taylor, like a Garoppolo. I'm curious. It's a recycled business profession, and we got a guy, Trubisky, who I believe maybe he'll have a few good games. He'll be fucking rejuvenated like a James Harden, and we'll see what happens, but... I don't think Trubisky is the savior for the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm sorry. Now, one thing I would bet on me is quarterback knowledge and what I know about these quarterbacks. So if somebody who does want to bet about that, we can bet about it. I don't think Trubisky's the fucking savior. I don't believe he's the answer. Um, would I take him over Carson Wentz? 
that's a fucking great question to ask myself because nobody else asked me that. I did. Um, see, Mariota's not a starter in my opinion either. He's a gimmick, come in, wildcat, change the pace of the game. He's not a starter to play 100 snaps a game. He's not going to play 75 snaps a game. That's just my opinion. Um, I don't know. Trubisky's not the guy. I'm just telling you. Um, I, I, that's not, I don't know that Christian Manzi. That's the problem. We don't know. We don't know if he's better than fucking Mason Rudolph. We're just trying to go with the grass is greener deal. Let's go with the grass is greener. That's all that you're doing in, in Pittsburgh. You're not. People that are excited about Trubisky going to the Steelers are sad people. That's how bad the quarterback position is in Pittsburgh and the NFL as a whole. If you're banking on Trubisky being the dude, then you understand that you are fucked up, right? <laughs> Holy shit. Um, just keeping it real. Just keeping it real. Yes, I saw Dan on fucking, I saw a little bit of it. Dog, I don't know. I don't see Willis being a guy either. Sorry. <laughs> I don't see any quarterback in this draft being a guy. Now, I think there's some quarterbacks in this draft that might be great long-term guys that play 10 and 12 years as backups. And maybe, maybe, you know, they, there's a guy in this draft that ends up having that um, Matt Castle career, you know, comes in for a hurt guy and balls out and gets a contract and then falters again at a new place, similar to a Fitzpatrick or, 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 or Tua or somebody like that. Um, but I don't see this guy, Willis, being the guy. Sorry. Um. If you guys want to call in for the trivia, let's do it before I get to the main portion of this show, which is the meat and potatoes of the No Merciless main discussion. I'm going to take No Mercy. I'm going to put the chat link in the chat. So feel free to call in about the trivia question to win some merch um, or a signed book. I'm, this is the deal. The question has to do with women's basketball. College women's basketball. So, um, if you don't know that shit, don't call in. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't, Alex, because... You know what that means, Alex? That the Colts are the leading team to get them. <laughs> That's how the NFL works, bro. There's no way that Harbaugh's going to interview anywhere in the NFL. He has a nine-hour interview with the Vikings. <laughs> That's just how it works, bro. Um, no, I don't believe Gardner Minshew is a starter. You understand what you're asking me, Zojack? Good question, but do you understand that you're asking me a question about Gardner Minshew as a starter in the man's league, in the NFL? Come on, dog. Josh, what up? What's good, Oosh? Shit, chillin'. Uh, let me pull up this question, dog. 
What's good, man? You chill this weekend? Yeah, fucking just about to wrap it up at work right now, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Man, All right, you, you think you answer this question? The movie, the movie that you put out with you and the homies, and you roasting your boy, had me fucking rolling. What dog. movie? That little clip that you made. Oh. When y'all was playing poker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, when you was talking about his titties slapping his kneecaps, bro, I fucking lost my shit, dog. That man, shit I, was man, it was twenty dollar buy in, dog. I think I won like. <laughs> 250 300 bucks i don't know what we, what the total was it wasn't that much but we we just played for fun chill man drink i i, I cook yeah. food i have food over or whatever we just chill that uh, looked fun dog yeah yeah it's cool dude. we had like six seven eight cats over man we and it's crazy this motherfucker had a flush man and i beat him with a straight man with a with an ace high flush oh shit so uh yeah, it was uh, it was it was all it was for all the money, dog. And it was like this motherfucker threw him out. Like I was like, I'm like, damn. He thought he, he got up like he was talking shit, and I I threw my shit out, dog, and dropped the mic on his ass. Did you catch it on the river or something? Um, uh, nah. Yeah, well, I had it already, but yeah, the river came out and uh, it just helped my cause more. But it wasn't a deciding factor. But it helped my cause. He, I was beating him regardless because you know he had jack high, I was ace high, same suit. Damn. Yeah, it was crazy. Crazy. Uh, he must have been heated. Yeah, he was hot. And you know what? I, it's always me and him at the end, and I always beat him either with like trips or fucking. Uh, I beat him with something crazy. Damn. What? Um. All right. Here. Here we go, man. Here's the. Here's the. Uh, here's the trivia question right here. All right. Um. Go. You're a Southern California guy. Which USC standout was the first woman to win consecutive Final Four MVPs? Oh, women? Ugh. You're probably too young. Probably, yeah. And I, pick, I picked a school that has a lot of famous women that went there. Which USC standout was the first women to win consecutive Final Four MVP honors? I, I honestly have no fucking clue. I, I could not fucking tell you. My life depended on it, bro. Jay, you know? Uh... I'm just going to go out on a limb because I know she's from California. Uh, Lisa Leslie? Nope. Good que- good answer, though. That's not it. By the way, let's Probably. shave your head. You look like a pedophile, Jay. Let's change your hairstyle, motherfucker. Get rid of that mustache. I got to get a haircut. <laughs> what up, Jay? You got a question? Yeah, actually, uh, I remember a while back you telling everybody that Fort Scott had dropped their football team. Yeah. So my question is, is it going to be only seven football schools in the Jayhawk this year, or is another one of the schools going to add to the football program? Um, I don't know. I don't know shit about it, bro, to be honest. You know, once I left, I left, dog. I don't give a fuck about that league, conference, people, nothing. So I don't know. Uh, they, they fucked over a lot of kids. I know that. If Allen's in here, I don't know if Allen's in here. Allen would know better than me. He, he, he keeps up with that shit. So you might want to hit Allen up on IG uh, or Twitter because he knows that shit. He follows it. He got a lot of kids out there. Um, but I don't know. I don't know the situation on Fort Scott. They just kind of were cowardly. 
like this assistant principal who killed himself, in my opinion. He, they just fucked over a lot of kids by dropping football. They got brand new turf field. They got brand new turf practice field. They put in a new weight room. So they got the money. They just said, fuck it. We're not going to fucking try to fucking help these kids. We're going to fold and take the easy way out. What are you going to do with their fucking football field and football practice field that's brand new turf with goalposts, like with numbers on it? What are you going to do with that shit? Throw it away? Like, it's I mean, stupid. do they share it with the high school like Andy did? No, they have their own. So that's the thing. Only them in Garden City have their own. So... Now, Fort Scott High School may play at the main stadium, too, but it's all Fort Scott colors. It's Fort Scott Juco colors. It's Fort Scott everything. And Fort Scott had it. Indy was the only school in the league that didn't have a practice turf until I put one in. We're the only one that didn't have turf practice field. I remember that shit. That shit was tight. Yeah, so, um, so you know. Hey, I'm going to get back to the show. You can call back at the end, too. I'm going to do some more calling. I appreciate you guys. All right. All right, all right Josh. Um all right, so look, I gotta get into, I gotta get into this no mercy take. All right, I take no mercy on this no mercy Monday. San Francisco University baseball coach was fired after a lawsuit um, pursued. Okay, they put a lawsuit down because he was uh, apparently was abuse and hard coaching. Okay, so we're back to this Frank Martin. We're back to this whole discussion. And apparently, on top of this so-called hard coaching, um, by the way, nobody got the trivia question. It was Cheryl Miller, not Lisa Leslie. So I see some people put it in late, um, but you didn't call in. So see, you guys are scared. Scared money don't make money, man. Um, Apparently, this baseball coach who's been coaching San Francisco University was fired because a lawsuit ensued and came in, right? A, law- a lawsuit ensued and came out. And the president fired a baseball assistant coach on his staff and told him to stay away from the premises. Apparently, the story goes that the assistant coach would be in a... Listen to this shit, Lucy. An assistant baseball coach under this guy's tutelage, his assistant would be naked in a window and he would be helicopter swinging his dick around now is that true i don't know is that some old weirdo funny bullshit that baseball people do i don't know i've never been in a baseball locker room like that i know baseball players are different i know baseball coaches are a little different i don't know i don't know the truth on this deal so, yes, you guys should go Google this this whole story. I'm be real with you. Like, it's a fucking pretty weird and unbelievable story. So, go look that shit up. It's very, very uh, interesting. But I'm going to get into this whole thing, okay? Um, the new allegations in this lawsuit is the recent behavior... Um, is what led to the firing, okay? I'm reading this from a newspaper article. The the lawsuit describes... Now, this is what the kicker is. This is why I'm so over this culture and this soft fucking people because the lawsuit... This is what a lawsuit was filed for. It wasn't for the guy swinging his dick around. This is why I know it's bullshit and why we're so fucked up in society. 
and why so much soft shit is allowed. Okay. Now, listen, if you swing your dick at my kid and there's some weirdo shit going, then I'm going to go up there and whip your motherfucking ass. Number one. Okay. And I'm going to pull my kid out of there. If I find out it is some weirdo Penn State shit, okay? If it was some shit that they did fucking around, and I don't know why a coach would ever be doing that. That just sounds like a fucking weird fucking locker room, right? Then that's one thing. But the lawsuit was filed because of hard coaching for cussing out the players for fucking... Running the players excessively for disciplinary reasons. You've got to be shitting me. We could file a lawsuit for you in college to discipline a player, a student athlete that chose to play, that begged you for a scholarship. Oh, my God, dude. Like, you got to be shitting me, man. Come on. Like, seriously. You got to be shitting me. It's like, it, it don't make sense to me. Um, I have no idea, but if you can create a lawsuit for getting cussed out and ran in a fucking college baseball program or college athletics, period, on a scholarship, and then they sue you, and then the president, for them to say, all right, well, we don't want to deal with the lawsuit, you're fired, has to be some of the softest shit. And why we're, we're, we're becoming so fucked up. But anyway, let me ask you this. It comes down to brass tacks here, okay? I got to be honest. I got to be real here. If a kid wasn't physically harmed, hit physically, pushed down, choked out by a coach or a grown-up, Then fuck me. Because this life in this world has totally fucking been flipped. But coach, they were mentally abused. <laughs> oh, man. Please, anybody that wants to argue me with these mentally abused shit, please call me. I mean, I, I'm tired of dealing with it. When did this mental abuse deal become such a fucking thing amongst sports locker rooms and teams? Now, keyword I just mentioned, sports lockers and teams. Coaches and players, okay? Coaches and coaches. Let me ask you guys this question. Hundred and something people in here. Appreciate you coming in. Join, hit the like button, subscribe today, become a member. Let me ask you this. I think personally, I'm going to be honest with you guys, and you guys please let me know if I'm wrong. I think personally that Frank Diaz would have filed a suit for mental health abuse if I did that today on Netflix. Boom. Drop the mic. Let me know if I'm full of shit or if you think that's real. I think the truth of the matter is four years removed, we've become so much softer that I fucking yelled at a coach to get a kid's results, basically fucking results-oriented business, okay? 
You didn't do your fucking job, so I cussed you out. Oh, coach, you can't hold him accountable. Please don't do that. We can't hold people accountable. That's mental abuse. I guarantee you a motherfucker could have, would have sued me if that show released today. I think I would have been sued by somebody. Seriously. That is how fucking soft we have become in just four years. So imagine four years before that. Like, just be, be honest. Like, come on, dog. I think somebody would have sued me. <laughs> I mean, dog, I, I got to be honest with you. Like, I got to be real here. Delonte West is now in an opportunity to make money with the big three. It is crazy that when you have the ability to make money, money in monetary options of occur, you now find that mental health leaves. Mental health is gone. Have you noticed Delonte West's mental health has disappeared since Mark Cuban gave him 100 racks and since he put him up and then Big Three now is going to try to put him on a roster? He'll make 10 grand a week. Have you noticed how Delonte West's mental health is gone all of a sudden? Please explain to me how you can go from mental health to playing in a professional three-on-three basketball league against ex-NBA players, you being one yourself. So we get to pick and fucking choose mental health now. And the audacity of 90% of you fucks out there who believe this motherfucker should be castrated on the spot. Let me do it. Let me become president and start castrating motherfuckers straight on the spot. Oh, you really believe Delonte West, huh? Snip, cut your shit off right there. That's going to change the fucking world, motherfucker. Put me at president. Dog, this shit is crazy. Delonte West is back playing in the big fucking three. You can't fucking have mental health and fucking function in a manner that is going to catapult your team over the top with another bunch of teammates and we depend on you to get this job done if you so-called had mental health. <laughs> oh, fuck. Some of you fucks believe them, though, dog. That's the problem that we have. That is the problem. If you would just cut off the dumb shit. And, like, God damn, dog. I wouldn't give Delonte West a squirt of piss. I'm just keeping it real. I wouldn't give him a squirt of piss. He's actually slapping all the real mental health patients in the fucking face with his bitch-ass, soft-minded, fucking-enabled, fucking sorry ass. That's just keeping it 100 with all your motherfuckers out there. With all you real motherfuckers, you say you real? Well, there's the real. He's slapping every motherfucker that mental health actually has chosen in the face. By getting over and making more money and continuing to do things. And you're going to support him and you're going to go watch him play in the big three. 
And you're going to pay his salary by buying a fucking $200 ticket. And you're going to see him in two more months on the street again. And I've got to be real here, okay? Let's keep it 100 with everybody here. I'm from Compton, okay? Raised by one of the biggest dope dealers in the United States history. And it's factual. Actually, he's the top five money-making dope dealer in the United States history. <laughs> so, I got to be honest. Let's just keep it 100. I grew up in a dope world, okay? Crackhead, basshead, dopehead, smoker, wet up. I've seen every single type of fucking dope head, crack baby you can see or think of. I've also seen people that suffer from real mental health. Mental health chose them. CTE, supposedly what they want to call it now, compared to like PSTD that, you know, you have when you go over to war and you see nothing but bloodshed, death, heads cut off, and that actually really fucks with your mind. I've seen... The two differences. I can tell you right now the difference between a guy that has mental health, who which mental health chose. He woke up one day and said, who the fuck am I? What am I doing? Where am I? That's mental health. It chose you. Compared to a crackhead that chose to smoke crack, do dope. Be a base head, stuck on shrooms, whatever it may have been, whatever drug of your choice may have you have put in your body, your personal choice, by the way. I know the difference between a mental health patient and a crackhead. Okay? It starts with the teeth, it starts with the skin, it starts with your fingertips. There is three major things you can look at a person and say, damn, he's had a rough life. And he may have chosen his rough life. <laughs> Let's make no mistake about it. I don't look at you and say, he's, a, he's lived a rough life because life handed him a rough life. Between the difference and you chose to have a rough life, motherfucker. You could have turned right at the stop sign, but you chose to turn left. So you created a hard life for yourself. There are those people out there that exist, people. Let's please understand that. Stop giving every single fucking human out there a gift and a pass because it looks like they had a rough life. Please understand, we create a lot of our own fucking rough lives. I have no sympathy for you. I have no zero sympathy for you that created your own tough life. Okay? And I, I, and I, I love helping homeless people out, especially veterans that the government won't help. But you know what? I would say more than half of the homeless people out there had chose to be homeless. I see a lot of the fake people out there that I know for a fact go home at night under some type of coverage, a roof, a garage, a bedroom. But they're out there drinking the, your money away, saying that they're homeless and they're this and they're that. See, true homeless people Weigh about 120 fucking pounds. Have you ever seen a fucking 350 pound homeless person? Please let me raise your hand if you have. Because I have it. I have yet to see an obese homeless person. Why is that? <laughs> motherfuckers can't keep it real, dog. Like, motherfuckers can't keep it real with me. I, I, I ask questions all the time in public when I see people and they can't answer it. Because uh, you're soft, motherfucker. The truth hurts you so bad that you can't relate 
to having the truth told and hit you in your face. We can choose to fuck up our lives. Let's, let's make sure we're clear. I know the difference between a crackhead and a motherfucking mental health patient. Delonte West is a fucking crackhead, homie. Go look at his motherfucking ass. He created his fucking rough-looking life. Damn, Delonte West looked like he'd been through it. Damn, dog. Delonte West is, looks like he's 70. You guys seen some of the pictures? Hey, dog, just so you know, unless you're dying of cancer or some type of major illness, you don't just turn 70 when you're 30 overnight. But you know what does? Crack. Crack cocaine turns you into 70 when you're 30. Ready Rock, Angel Dust, PCP, being wet up. You know what that does? It turns you from 30 to 70, motherfucker, overnight like this. You know what it does? Gives you bad breath. You know what it does? It fucking deteriorates your teeth. You know what it does? It saws down your fucking nails on your fingers. You know what else it does? You have no hydration. You don't drink shit else out there because you're so fucking dry inside. You know I've seen crackheads play hoop. I know crackheads that are some of the best hoopers in the world. I'm not, and I'm not shitting you guys, man. I'm just being honest. If anyone's from the hood and understands what I'm saying right now, please raise your hand because it's real shit. I know crackheads that have gone without being hydrated who are hooping on the court and have gone up for a rebound and have landed and their knees literally were so rotted out that they blew out their both knees when they landed for a rebound and had to have both knees reconstructed because when the doctor opened him up, they said the lack of fucking fluid in his body and the smoke intake literally deteriorated his bone matter. <laughs> You motherfuckers don't think it's real? It is real thing. You know what lack of water and hydration does to the skin? Do you know that most people with beautiful fucking skin drink more water than any other human? Like, I don't drink water, dog. And I, I've been blessed to have decent fucking skin. I never really had acne in my life. I never really had... Uh, any major skin ailments. You know, I'm just an ugly motherfucker. I, I really don't have bad skin, though, right? Maybe sunburn and shit because I'm dumb and I don't fucking use sunscreen. So it might be my skin could even be better. But I, I need to drink more water. But when you get on, when you're wet up and you're sh on Sherm and you smoke crack, you your body doesn't want water. It refuses it refuses it because it wants the other shit and you don't drink it and you forget about it. And then your body is just deteriorating and you don't even know it because one month turns into two years and you don't even realize that shit. But you feel sorry and you want to spend money of your hard work money that's taken away from your kids and your fucking people that you deserve to share your hard-earned money with you rather give it to some motherfucker that you feel sorry for that chose his motherfucking life it is very very far and few between where you can actually figure out 
do the research and find that a motherfucker actually has lived a hard life because this is a hard life. Okay, I'm going to break this down. I want to break a hard life down to you. You're born out of the womb. A, a mother has you. Okay. The mother has a stroke when you are born and dies, has a blood or has an aneurysm because of the pressure of pushing out the baby. Just so you know, it happens to like 16% of women in the world. Every time a 16% of a women have a baby, they actually have an aneurysm stroke, go into a coma and die. Go look it up. So one of my homeboy's wives actually had their first child and died. It was her second child, first from my boy. She dies. Okay. The first kid, when the mama died, started doing dumb shit, mad at life, went to jail for 15 years. The dad now, his, as a young man, we were young at this time when this happened. He married young. We were in our 20s. He is now stuck with a son that went to jail for 15 years, a newborn kid. And her other kid that she had, okay? He's now stuck with all the kids and a kid that went to jail for 15 years with no baby mom. The kid that was born in that scenario has a much rougher life than the kid that's sitting at home that gets to fucking choose what he gets to eat Every single night by demanding it from his mama, able-bodied mother and father, if a father or not. And you're going to sit here and tell me that, no, nah, Coach Delante has. By the way, Delante's mom's still alive last I checked. I think she was fucking LeBron not too long ago. So I don't believe that Delante's had a real rough life except for the life he chose okay you can't sit here and tell me that crack's not a motherfucking more powerful thing than mental health <laughs> shit because crack took millions from this motherfucker millions yeah go over to ukraine dog or somalia or fucking <laughs> go over to somewhere like that dog like go to thailand after the fucking tsunami uh, like uh, motherfuckers think that they have rough lives. They're making millions of dollars in the fucking NBA and can't fucking show up to work. Like dog, like for you to even try to compare or contemplate and argue with a motherfucker that thinks this is a real fucking discussion is unbelievable. Like go to these fucking places. And go fucking see it for your fucking, go see it for your your own. I, I'm just, man, dog, that is unbelievable. Um, I don't know, but go believe fucking Delonte West. Now there's no soccer broad. I'm calling her broad. All right, sorry, fucking uh, Mina Kimes. I'm calling her broad because she gets heckled by a woman. I want to make sure we're clear. Osaka was getting heckled by a female in the crowd at a professional tennis match. Okay? This is a very highly paid tennis player who is very young. Okay? This ain't the first time, Brian Martinez, by the way. This ain't the first time this fucking broad has some type of fucking excuse 
and how fucking like I'm, I'm I don't I really didn't even want to discuss it dog because it fucking it sits here and it fucking irks the shit out of me because a female is telling her you're shitty basically you're shitty okay you're garbage she starts crying. Now, I'm sorry, but where has the competitive shit-talking of professional or of collegiate sports gone? Where has the professional shit-talking gone? Like, we're so fucking soft that we can't have a crowd anymore. Dog, Russell Westbrook don't want a crowd either, homie. Not only Osaka, Russell Westbrook, LeBron, fucking Westbrook, uh, fucking, uh, who was it the other day? Booker? Booker now can't even have fucking, I can't think of the fucking name. Booker can't have mascots in the fucking arena, homie. We're so fucking soft that we can't have a mascot in the arena. And you want to compare Booker to Kobe fucking Bryant? Man, fucking please, homie. You got to be shitting me. Kobe used to talk shit not only to the players. He used to bet motherfuckers at the free throw line a hundred racks. And you compare LeBron, bitch-ass James, to this motherfucker who don't even get back on defense? Who has never really done shit late in the game? Always has depended on another motherfucker to hit the game-winning shot? And is a bitch and won't even make a layup at the end of a game who kicks it out? You know why he does that, homie? Because you can't fool a real one. He don't take the last shot because he don't want to put it on himself. He wants to kick it out. And you know what people say? This is what's so soft and people don't realize. Oh, LeBron made the greatest pass, but you just got to make the shot. No, motherfucker, you don't. There's only one Robert Ory in this motherfucking world, homie. There's only one Kobe and one Jordan. Make the layup. You're at the rim. You're 6'9", 280, motherfucker. You're the greatest athlete that's possibly ever played besides Shaquille O'Neal. And you can't fucking make a layup at the rim versus 6'4", dude? You got to kick it out just so you look good and everybody thinks that every... Oh, it's not LeBron. He made the right decision. He kicked it out. You got to make the shot. Man, fuck that, homie. Drop your nuts and make a layup or dunk the fucking thing if you're the greatest ever. Motherfucker, whoever says he's the greatest ever, dog, I got to be real. You're fucking delusional. He's got no nuts and guts, dog. And, and with me... You got to have nuts and guts. All you guys can say is the greatest all you want. It's each his own. We all got our own opinion. And to be the greatest for me, you got to have nuts and guts. That motherfucker don't got them. But for Osaka to not have a competitive edge in her body and play professional sports and have to handle competitive. Like I would be talking shit to her if I was playing her. Now that I know she's this fucking mentally weak. And she can't handle a motherfucking shit talker in the crowd, which would make my dick hard. I used to love that shit in games. I not only wanted the opponent to talk shit, I wanted the fucking crowd to talk shit to me. And I talk shit back. 
Now every fucking time somebody gets talked shit to their mental health patient. <laughs> Holy shit, homie. We're so fucking soft, dog. See, I don't think LeBron, I don't think Steph Curry's very good. I'm I'm keeping it real. I said it the other day, dog. He can't win without having a super squad. Like he has never led any fucking thing. But I'm not getting into that. Curry's overrated to me. Curry's just a shot man. He could just shoot. That's all he could do. He can't lead. He can't win no games without people down and hurt. He's never been able to lead his team by himself. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going with that. Um, Where has the fun gone? The competitive edge of talking shit. I used to love it. I'm just going to be honest. But I love competitiveness. I used to get it out of my players that played for me. I wanted to talk shit. I used to talk shit to my team. TJ, did I not talk shit to my fucking team on purpose? I mean, you have to instill toughness in your kids. We're not doing it as a totality, as a coaching staff in America no more. As a teacher no more. As coaches, as parents. We don't create tough skins. We don't create tough skin. You can disagree with me about Curry, Jamar, Ernest. Thank you. Disagreements create great conversations, homie. But what has he done without Draymond? Please tell me. I'll wait. What has he done without Draymond Green? I'll wait. By the way, they're up 3-1. Draymond got hurt. They lost to fucking the greatest comeback of all time against LeBron's shitty Cleveland team. So you're telling me the greatest motherfucking Curry of yours, if so-called, you think Curry's so great. Curry couldn't win one out of four fucking games against a Cleveland shitty-ass team that had no Kevin Love in that series? <laughs> I said, I said Draymond Green, homie. I didn't say KD. KD just made it fucking easy. What do you mean, Jamar? Your fucking argument means shit. Your argument is horrible. I said Draymond Green. I didn't give a fuck about KD. KD just made it even fucking harder to beat. Oh, by the way, Jamar, they also lost to the fucking Toronto Raptors, homie, when Clay got hurt and KD got hurt. Where's the great fucking Curry at, homie? <laughs> Some of you dick riders just be talking, homie. God damn. But none of you guys can argue the real shit. Draymond got hurt. They were up 3-1. They lose. Curry is so great. You can't win one game. You can't will yourself to win one fucking game. What did fucking, what did fucking uh, Harden do? Remember they were up 3-1 on Golden State? And couldn't get it done. Not one game. And we think Harden's the greatest? Get the fuck out of here. What's Westbrook done, dog? He's had great fucking teams. Westbrook's been on great fucking teams. You know why, dog? Because Kawhi Leonard is a winner. That's why. Period. The motherfucker's won everywhere he's gone. <laughs> you know who else wins? Fucking Dan, uh, Danny Green. For some reason, you can say what you want to say. By the way, he's one of the all-time leading three-point shooters in NBA history in the playoffs. People don't want to talk about it. They say, oh, he choked with the Lakers. Shut up. The motherfucker's got three rings. <laughs> he wins. I don't give a fuck. But people don't take it for, they take shit for granted. They take this shit for granted. Like, Curry, to be a great, should have won one game. 
up 3-1. You got to win one game if you're the greatest, dog. Come on, bro. Yeah, Draymond got fucking suspended, and Curry couldn't win one fucking game. And you're putting him as the greatest. Get the fuck out of here. Um, I don't know, man. I, you know, the fucking, the poll question should be, why the fuck are we so soft? That's really what the fuck it is. By the way, Bill or Luke Walton was the coach on that team. By the way, Luke Walton has been fucking fired three times since. But you know what? He went like 70 and one as the coach for Golden State that year. <laughs> Some of you motherfuckers be talking about coaches and shit. Coaches. Vogel City. Really? I think the Lakers roster is shitty. <laughs> It's crazy. Luke Walton went 70 and fucking one with Golden State as the fucking assistant when Kerr got hurt or was out for ailments or whatever the fuck happened that year. Why has he been fired everywhere else? Why did he get fired with Sacramento? Because they're shitty. Players win games. Coaches lose them. I'll never, I'll go to the grave saying that. Osaka is the biggest whiny fucking baby I've ever heard. I've ever heard of. She's a whiny little kid, and she's an enabled, soft, fucking instant gratification. (sighs) Just keeping it real. I don't really like any of the young new players. No, Alex, I don't. Kawhi reminds me of an old player when he's on the court, but I would never put him in anything because he takes games off. You can't be a gangster and a rider and take load management games. Like, I lose all respect for Kawhi when he does that. When he's on the court, he's a dude. Like, I got to I got to ask you got to answer me this. How how can Adrian Peterson, who plays in the most violent sport of all of them, blow his knee out, come back in seven months, and have a better NFL season than he'd had when he, before he got hurt? But Kawhi Leonard is still not back and plays basketball. Now, I understand you got to jump and you got to make quick cuts and shit, but you don't think fucking, it, fucking Adrian Peterson had to do that? While wearing 20 pounds of gear. <laughs> I love hearing these fucking arguments when I make up, when I come up with shit like this and motherfuckers all want to say, Kawhi has to jump higher. Shut the fuck up, man. This motherfucker's soft, dog. He's just stealing money from motherfuckers. And you motherfuckers let it happen. Because you pay for his fucking shit. You pay for the tickets. See, I won't pay to see none of these motherfuckers. Never, ever will I pay to see an NBA game. Fuck no. You got to give me a free ticket, and I still may not go. And I kind of want to go heckle Osaka, whatever her name is, Osaka Bin Laden or whatever the fuck her name is. I don't really give a fuck. Like, if see, this is what happens. It makes dudes 
cut off their wee wee and become transgenders, and it become it makes girls become gay. And this is what the fucking real is. I wouldn't let my daughter have her as an idol if it was the fucking last thing on this earth. My daughter would not fucking look up to some fuck that can't even play a professional sport and make millions without fucking crying like a little fucking baby because she's getting heckled in the stands. I'm so sorry, lady. Why don't you go over to fucking Ukraine and why don't you go over there and fucking help the schools that just got bombed in, motherfucker? Why don't you go work at fucking Walmart during a pandemic and serve all these sick motherfuckers who got these masks on supposedly that you don't have to fucking show up to work for. Oh, I don't, I can't show up. Remember the fucking, just remember last year Osaka got on the fucking podium and was sitting there talking. I can't do it. I, I need to retire. Motherfucker, please homie retire. Then you don't got to tell me twice. You know what? Oh, fuck, please. Uh, please, Osaka, don't retire. Please don't retire. Let me get on my knees and suck your left titty. Please don't retire. Motherfucker, that's what you guys do. That's what you guys do, though. That's what you, you fans of her or fans of these soft fucks do. They go suck their dicks and titties and beg them, and they think they're wanted. Nah, bye, next, next man up. <laughs> Next woman up. Because, dog, that's what life is. That's the real shit. Like, if if we go to war and we have someone get shot and killed, fucking God forbid, the next man is up. But we're not creating that no more. We don't create that mindset no more. We don't create that mindset no more. So... By the way, Christian Manzi, Golden State was pretty good back in the run TMC days. They just couldn't get over the hump. They had to get it past David Robinson and Elijah and Jordan, and they couldn't. But they were pretty fucking good. Golden State was pretty good back then. Then they went to be shitty. Then they got Baron Davis and Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes, that era, that team that came around, J.R. Ryder and them, and they were good again. And then, but not not great. They didn't win no titles. So if you're comparing them to titles, then yeah, no shit. But I'm saying they were relevant. They've been relevant in spots. Um, Golden State has been relevant. No, I get, I know what you're saying, Christian. I'm just saying Golden State has been relevant in different spots. Um, but dog, Serena and Venus are soft too. Uh, don't give me that shit. Okay. I used to walk them to Compton college when they were fucking eight years old. I, I know all about them. Okay. The, the movie they made, I shut it off. I shut the movie about the Serena and Venus off. So if you read my book, you'll, you'll hear some of the real about that. I used to walk them to Compton college just so you know. The sister that got smoked, who's her half sister, got smoked right by where we grew up. Um, I knew then that what they were, it's kind of like the Tiger Woods syndrome. The parents who think they're better than where they grew up raise these kids. So 
I have a whole philosophy about this thing. Tiger Woods is from Cyprus, okay? We played against each other in high school all the way. He went to Western High School in Cyprus, California, an all-Asian population area. Venus and Serena used to walk to school with me and my buddy Big Ed, and we used to walk to Compton College with us when, she was, when they were little because Compton College had the best tennis courts in Compton, okay? By the way, they don't even exist anymore, I don't believe, at Compton College. So anyway, having said that, I used to know how they were brought up and how they talked and walked and everything. The, the movie, when I started watching it, and I'm sitting there watching it like, holy fuck, this ain't even close. I shut it off, though, because it's, 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 it's unbearable when you watch fake shit. Being a real person that I am, watching fake shit when you know better is a fucking shame, right? Do the movie the right fucking way or don't do it. Like, Venus Serena, why don't you be real and show the fucking... This is why another issue I have. Venus, Serena was playing at UCLA, and now, see, to me, I think Serena's gorgeous, right? She's beautiful, thick, fuck everything. Anyway, I didn't try to get at her later in life, but I saw her at a UCLA Poly Pavilion tennis match. I went over to her, and I'm like, Serena, girl, she sees me, and she's like, JB, and then that's it. Like, she turns around, walks away, and I'm like, damn, Okay. So I'm like, I get it, you're busy and shit. Um, I understand all that. I see her again at UCLA. And I'm like, girl, damn, what's up? And she won't, she just looks at me and smiles and that's it. And I'm like, damn, it's crazy how people forget people, right? Now, each his own. I'm not, like, you know, I'm not their best friend or nothing. Tiger Woods, very similar. But when you claim Florida as your fucking hometown, you slap everyone in the face that knows the real. Girl, you made it out of Compton. Regardless of what I think about you or not, you made it out of Compton. Claim that shit. Tiger Woods, you made it out of L.A., SoCal. You just said on an interview yesterday you grew up in SoCal and didn't have it very well. Homie, you lived in the Sorrentos, homie. I know what the Sorrentos were. I could not have fucking ever. My daddy would have never afforded no Sorrento apart, uh, uh, condominiums. One of my homeboys who's an Asian cat who owns liquor stores, his daddy's multimillionaire was your neighbor, Tiger. Don't sit up here and say you lived in the struggle, motherfucker. Anyone in here, please understand. And if Tiger ever wanted to call me out and talk about it, he'll, he, which he will never do because he knows the truth, Google Cypress, California, Sorrento Condominiums. S-O-R-R-E-N-T-O-S. He lived and grew up in them. They're fucking million-dollar condominiums. Don't sit here and tell me that they're fuck. You lived hard life, motherfucker. <laughs> I lived a hard life, motherfucker. I was in Looters Park in a car, motherfucker, in the parking lot in a car. Shut the fuck up. You went to Western High School, homie. <laughs> Come on, dog. See, cats don't want to talk of that real shit. Serena and Venus, you grew up in fucking Compton. That's real. But you claim Florida? I don't give a fuck if you claim Florida because of taxes. Talk that real shit and tell motherfuckers where you grew up at. I don't know. Ruben, tell these motherfuckers. <laughs> Cats just be talking, dog. 
A. Drew said, I don't know if I lived a hard life. Well, tell me what's not a hard life. We can discuss it since you know me. Why is it always the people that never met you or know you that says, I don't know if you did this or that? <laughs> Why is it the motherfucker that you never meet that knows you? Does that even make sense? Why is that, dog? Can anyone explain that to me, Ruben? Can please someone explain to me? Yes, they're like they're individually owned condos, Greg Lloyd, Sorrentos. They're like a track. Yeah, they're a track in, in Cyprus. They're individually owned condos in a huge community. I went to Artesia because my mom and dad divorced when I was young. My dad bought a condo or rented a condo, actually rented a condo in Lakewood, in the neighborhood, in the hood, in Lakewood. So we bought a, or we rented a condo in Lakewood. I went to Artesia. I also went to middle, I also went to uh, elementary school in Lakewood, by the way, because my dad and mom had a house there before they divorced and moved back to Compton, where we grew up. And then we moved back to Lakewood. So Lakewood was a second home to us. Uh, even as a youngster. So I was back and forth both places to answer your question. Um, and there's different parts of Lakewood, Gabe, too. You know what I mean? There's a Lakewood that's near Artesia High, which is near Hawaiian Gardens, which is near the hood. And then it also borders a rich Asian neighborhood, Cerrito. So, like, you got both sides of it. You know what I'm saying? There's, like, a little bitty patch of hood in Lakewood. And then you go west part of Lakewood, which is Lakewood High, which is a white neighborhood and rich. Now that's totally different, too. But that's what it used to be. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it is uh, on ball, Greg. Yeah. Um, the, the, J, the JB definition of a hard life, Brian Patrick asks, I mean, I don't know. I, I think everyone knows, uh, what the definition is. If you become a member, maybe we could talk more about it, but if you know me or, 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 or read or find out about me, then you'll know. <laughs> I'm not explaining it again though. Read by my book. Um. Uh, See, when you when you grow up and and and, and live in a, uh, a fucked up deal, and you have a fucked up deal, you don't cry about it and and cry over spilled milk. You get out of it or you don't. <laughs> like there's no reason to talk about it. Go be about it. Everyone has a fucking excuse on how their life was. Oh, my life was tough. I couldn't get out, and I'm broke, and I'm in a homeless now. Or, motherfucker, how about you make a right at the stop sign, drop your nuts, and be your own man, and figure it out. Because every one of us has the same opportunity. We could shit or get off the pot. Period. Too many of you motherfuckers take the easiest way possible and end up having the hardest way to get out. Because once you dig seven feet, then you're digging eight feet. You're digging eight feet, dog, trying to get out. Oh, I got to get leverage. No, you don't. You're sinking. You're in fucking quicksand and you're sinking. And you think digging deeper is going to get you out. <laughs> I don't know what you do in Seattle, dog. I don't coach there. I'm not Pete Carroll. You guys are fucked. If Gino's your guy, you're fucked. 
You just spent forty million on a safety, though, and then you have a seventy million dollars safety who I think's the worst safety in football. I'm just saying. Um, no sob stories, dog. We don't have time. If it, we're already sob story, like we're already fucking making excuses for excuses on why we're not good at something. Motherfucker, nobody cares. Nobody wants to hear that shit. You make excuses every day about excuses as to why you're not good. Why you don't have the job you're supposed to have. (laughs) I don't have the job I want. Because you're chasing jobs, motherfucker. You don't have a career. You don't know the difference between a career and a job. I don't know, uh, Jeremiah Maxwell. Jeremiah, let me ask you this, homie. Do you got Google? Homie, like, I, I got to be real, dog. Like, do you motherfuckers have Google? Have you motherfuckers heard of Google? <laughs> Damn, motherfuckers. Dog, I'm, I'm sitting here proving the fucking fact that our life is so fucking at our disposable of our fucking phone But you're so lazy and fucking enabled that you're asking motherfuckers how to do shit in life. Do you want me to tell you how to go wipe your ass, motherfucker? Can you answer me how to go shopping for fucking groceries, homie? Do I want, do you need help doing that shit too? (laughs) Holy fuck, homie. I'm not, I don't work for YouTube, dog. I don't have no fucking idea. I appreciate you trying to be a member, but I don't know. And I get asked that question thousand times a day. Homie, Google it. I don't know. We don't have no fucking self-sufficiency no more. We can't do anything on our own no more, dog. It blows my fucking mind. We cannot do anything on our own no more. But I'm the asshole. I'm the asshole. No, I'm truthful, motherfuckers. You can't handle it. You think I'm a hard ass. I'm an asshole. I'm picking on you. No, homie. I don't know. Uh, I don't know Jeremiah Maxwell. I don't know Jeremiah. Jeremiah could be the fucking best dude in the world. I've never met the man. What I'm saying is. We fucking all want an easy way out. Now, he says he's been in the fucking army 25 years. So, obviously, he didn't take the easy way out. But we get fucking, we at, we fucking, I don't know, dog. We're, we're, we're dependent upon fucking everything. <clears throat> and I don't, I'm not meaning to talk shit to you, Jeremiah, particularly, but at the same time, I get asked that question every day. And, dog, I'm just telling you, like, like, I got to be real with you, okay? There's a guy on Twitter. I don't, I'm not going to say no names, but he asked me and Pat for some money, Pat, Pat McAfee. And I'm like, listen, if I give you money, I didn't say this, but if I give you money, I got to give everybody money. And to me, It's unfair to everyone else in America that wants money. I could never ask a motherfucker for money. 
I never have, I never will. I just don't have it in my bloodline to ask somebody for anything. For anything. Unless it is a 1,000% guarantee that you're the only human being that has the fucking answer, then I'm not asking you. If I know it's a particular space that I only can ask you for the answer, then that's the time I'll ask you. Other than that, I'm going to fucking turn over rocks and figure it out. We don't turn over rocks enough in society anymore. We want, 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 want. Oh, TJ, he ain't the only one. I get asked about money every day. Like, dude, I, I just can't do it, dog. I could never, I don't give a fuck if I, I could hit rock bottom tomorrow, bro. I mean, I'm just being honest. I could pay mortgage tomorrow and next month and my car and fucking my bills and shit, dog. My bills, you want, if you want my monthly fucking outgoing money, let me know. Please let me know. I will let you have my outgoing bills and uh, obligations and you give me yours. I will bet big bank take little bank on that. You take my Southern California mortgage. You take my insurance. You take my car. You take my fucking bills, my normal bills. And I'll take yours. Let's bet. And I'll take yours with the family. <laughs> hey, Gabe, homie, I'll take your bills with a family. You could have two, three kids and a husband or an, and a wife. And I'll take your bills. Real shit. That's how much my outgoing fucking obligations are. So my intake has to be more than that. Right? <laughs> I'm not no fucking account fucking guru, but I figured you have to make more than you spend to buy a cigar. And when I buy cigars, I spend two, three, four hundred dollars. So... <laughs> You got to have more income than outgoing. I'm just going to be honest, right? Let's keep it real. I don't know. See, this is the thing about it, dog. This is what people don't get. Real recognizes real. You can become a member of this show as we grow it in this community, or you don't. But I'm not going to suck dicks to get you to become members. And I'm going to tell you the real. And if you ask me fucking dumb shit, I'm going to tell you real shit. And so be it. Uh, I'm going to cancel. Uh, that's good. I don't need you and I don't want you in the fucking show. <laughs> like, I'm going to lose more than gain in the beginning because I got to weed out the fucking shitbirds. See, people don't know how to lead. Everybody wants, 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 but you don't want to fucking... Earn shit. I'd rather earn it slowly the right way than quickly the fast way and become broke in the long run. See, everybody thinks it's a quick buck fix. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a long game. It's a marathon. It ain't a fucking sprint. <sighs> Go talk to Pat McAfee. Go talk to fucking Michael Rapport. 
Go talk to some of these guys on YouTube that takes years to get that shit going and established. You got to have a real deal fucking. You got to have some real shit, dog. Like, you know, it's like it's real. Nah, you know, you don't want to make it shit for, for members, Omar, because if that was the case, you wouldn't have Jeremy Maxwell. Shout out to you. See, I have I have the most the utmost respect for humans that can talk shit to somebody and get shit talked to and still do or become what they say they would do. He said he wanted to become a member. I went off on him for on a tangent because he asked me something. I figured Jeremiah was a young kid, but anyway, he still became a member. See, my boy Manyweather that comes in here, he's now a member. He hits me up on Facebook. Me and him have it out all the time. He's still a member and still talks shit in here. But I have respect for somebody that's going to do it and say they're going to do it. It's easy to fucking get cussed out by anybody in life and take it personal and say, fuck you, and uh, I'm going to cancel. <laughs> I see it every day. I see it every day. Dog, it ain't no fucking personal. It ain't nothing personal. This shit is business. This shit is fucking real life. I'm trying to just, I'm talking real shit to everybody, dog. You take it how you want to take it or not. Yeah, Jeremiah, if you have an iPhone, from what I've been told, you cannot become a member on an iPhone. You have to go on a computer or laptop. From what I've been told, I don't know. But I couldn't tell you how to become a member. I, I still don't know that. Um, but I appreciate you becoming one. Much love to you. Mitz plugs disappeared. I don't know where he was, but he wasn't a member though. Um, so fuck him. See, that's what I'm saying, dog. I fuck him. Hey, give me one second. I'm going to end the audio side. We're two minutes, two hours, 13 minutes in. Uh, we still got 105 people in here. Much love to everybody. Become a member. Uh, hit the like button. Pound the like button. Uh, hit the subscribe button. Also, make sure you hit the bell notification. I'm going to end the audio side. And uh, on Spotify, iTunes, and Apple, appreciate everybody. I'll be back tomorrow for Talk That Talk Tuesday. This Thirsty Thursday edition this week will be special. I'll have a special guest in. Um, you won't want to miss that one. And then also, uh, once a week, I'm going, we're working on getting Brandon Lang on a show with me as a co-host for a gamble special, um, basically part of the show, which is strictly going to be gambling and discussing real shit because Brandon can talk shit with the best of them. Um, if you know who Brandon Lang is, two for the money, a movie made with Matthew McConaughey and, uh, Al Pacino. Great movie. If you have to, if you haven't seen it, go look it up. But Brandon Lang used to be on with me once a week uh, last year. And then um, pandemic hit, kind of fucked everything up. So, um, But Brandon will hopefully be back on. We'll talk strictly once a week, straight up gambling and sports, different shit. And, um, and yeah, after hours about to begin, take the calls and everything like that. And I'm in the audio side, and I'll be back in three minutes after that. I appreciate everybody coming in. I'll see you for Talk That Talk Tuesday tomorrow. And uh, appreciate.
Appreciate everybody. Make sure you go to betonline.ag, this proud sponsor of the Slapdick Podcast here on Merciless Monday. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and get you guys 50% off a welcome bonus. Betonline.ag. March Madness is here. Make sure you go to BetOnline. Tell them the Slapdick sent you. See you guys tomorrow on Talk That Talk. After Hours coming on YouTube. Stumble on through on YouTube. If you're over there on IG, Twitter, or anyone else listening, pop over. Peace. Transform you in the I hate a storm, Hail Marys, I make it poor. Good I ain't lying, you little giants, we been defying. Rising. What's the cost? Be the boss, breaking down the walls. We all lean once the coin gets tossed. Got the kind of action, never acting, no need to.